Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sexy. Actually, you're great at low, raspy voices. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. What if we did the whole podcast like this? Yeah, people would definitely be jerking off like right now. <laughs> Honestly, there's a fetish for everything. Take your dick out, guys. <laughs> and then you could talk in a New York accent. Oh, yeah. You sound like an old man who yeah. is selling sausages on the street. Yeah, you want my sausage? Oh, yeah. Honestly, you gotta rub it first, then it'll come out. I would fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Burning Anyway, I'm your host, <laughs> Hannah Burner, and today we have comedian Christina Hutchinson from the critically acclaimed podcast. I've never said that before. Oh, wow. Guys, we fucked. Nice. I just wanted to say nice fuck in the intro. Thank you. Um, holy crap. I'm so happy you're here because you're kind of podcast royalty. Like, I don't want to make you feel weird. No, thank you. I appreciate it. You take, I, you we've take... definitely built something from nothing. That's for sure. And that's been crazy. It's been a journey. How long? When did you start the podcast? Almost six years ago. Oh, shit. Did not think anyone was going to listen. I didn't even know what a podcast was six years ago. I did. I actually listened to a lot of podcasts at the time. Corinne did not. And we wanted to do this concept for a podcast just so that people could be anonymous if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Because like, oh, you want to divulge all the details about our sex life on video? Oh. No, not at all. So it's it's known as like the anti-slut shaming podcast, Mm -hmm. which I'm all about because... I love sluts. Me too. Sluts are the best. I know. Sluts so are fun. the funniest. Yeah. Sluts are the cool. Even if you don't act on it, like everyone should be a slut in their yeah. head. To yeah. Extent. Yeah, exactly. An emotional slut or a mental, yeah, a mental slut. I like that slut mentality. Yes. Even if you're a virgin, mentality. you can be, have a slut mentality. Slut mentality is freedom, mm-hmm. strength, but there's also toughness in it because there's, yeah. there is shame. Yeah, for sure. And I think sexuality is, is an important expression for a person mm-hmm. and- Whenever that gets dampened by shame or guilt or anything like that, it's like it's not good for anybody. And you guys have had um, millions and millions and millions of downloads. Mm-hmm. Did you ex- when did you start realizing we have something? The first press piece we got, we got a lot of press the first two years on our own. We didn't have a publicist. And the first press piece uh, was from the Daily Beast. And the title was The Podcast Too Hot for iTunes because iTunes wouldn't accept us initially. What? Yeah, and they wouldn't tell us why. And we're like, mm, I can Did you have together. the asterisk in the fuck? We didn't. And then we tried that and they still rejected us. And we're like, okay, okay. And um, and then eventually we, some guy allowed us on his network that was on iTunes. And that's how we kind of snuck in. And wow. then- we told everybody that iTunes wasn't letting us on and they all tweeted at them. And then Cupertino, this guy from Cupertino at Apple <laughs> called my cell phone. I don't know how he got my number. And I was like, yo, this shit's crazy. But he was like, hey, sorry about that. It was an oversight. We're putting you on iTunes. I was like, thank you. Did you ever think of changing the name? No, never. Wow. No. So you put your foot down. And you're like, this is who we are. You have to. And it's like, also they the prevent podcast. you from doing ads. Like there's so many things that come with having a curse in your title. Yes, for sure. And the, our book is called Fucked. I mean, you know, <laughs> looking back at it, it's like, all right, maybe not the best marketing tool. But, uh, you know, it's fun to see certain venues, like some theaters on the marquee that we're performing at. They'll mm-hmm. put like, guys, we start, 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 start. And I'm like, okay. I mean, we can all, we all know what that means. But I get why you wouldn't want to put guys, we guys, fucked on a marquee. Guys, we booped. <laughs> Just get different cute names for it. Yeah. Oh, more doing morning radio is the best because it's like, guys, we hugged. <laughs> like, okay, sure. If that makes you feel good, do it. But you originally, 
you were an actress or you like what was your goal coming out of college what did you want to be i wanted to be on snl and i wanted to be an actress i majored in acting you still can be on snl um maybe although uh, you know they're gonna have they would dig through everything i've ever said on any podcast <laughs> i've ever been on and any twitter thing i've ever said and they would uh, come after me do you think that you would get canceled uh probably yeah i don't know the the podcast guys who fuck blew up in a way that i was like oh word so i don't know I what like those next. are the best things that blow up if you try too hard to make something go viral it's like it's not going to go viral you're absolutely right that is the secret sauce for something not going viral it's like when you try to make something funny it's not going to be funny but mm -hmm. if it's just an authentic feeling yep it'll hit people's emotions. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel like if it make they always say if you make someone laugh or cry, they'll remember it. Why do you think guys we fucked hit home with girls? Because I, I, we were trying to bring the conversation that you have with your really close friends in your living room to a big platform. And yeah. I think that I, the podcasts that I listened to up until then were Dan Savage, Savage Lovecast. Yes. Mark Marin um, is what the fuck. And uh, This American Life. Mm -hmm. And there, it wasn't, it was conversational, but the, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Corinne and I just hit a nerve and we had conversations that we were not, we didn't look at as groundbreaking. But I think when you put those intimate conversations of like, what were you thinking when you fucked me? Did you think my vagina, was my vagina tight or was it big? Like, I've never really asked a guy that. And we have these opportunities to talk to these people we slept with in a bizarre way. I never would have talked to half these guys ever again. Not because I didn't like them. Yeah. Just because I didn't want to be, it'd be, just be weird. It's amazing. I. It's hard now that like we're both in the industry where everything that happens to me becomes content. And I can't help it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I know that feeling all too well. And I'm like, put your phone down, Christina. Like, like literally, I'm talking to this uh, this guy who's bad news. Like, he's like <laughs> hockey player, model. It's bad news. Mm. And I'm like deeply shallow at times. Um, it depends like how emotionally available I want to be. And I'm like not there right now. So I'm like, yes, ruin my life. Yeah. But I, I found out that he like loves BDSM. Oh. Like, he's like, I want to put a melt a candle on her body and like, put like a gag ball in her mouth Ooh, and um ruined my life indeed yeah but i'm like every guy i've dated's vanilla uh -huh. i feel like i hate vanilla personalities right. but i've never found a guy in the bedroom to like show me that right so even though this guy is on paper just he's not boyfriend material necessarily i'm like i need to explore this to just tell people what happens to me sounds like he's fuck material <laughs> the problem is <laughs> he won't have sex with me why he says he respects me too much and he's not ready to have a girlfriend. I hate that. Wait, you don't want to know. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said, I literally. He was like, don't fall in love with me, Anna. No, it's so. Shut the fuck and up then... and hit me, please. <laughs> God damn. But, I but then the weird thing is like, he texts me all day. He FaceTimes me all the time. Hmm. And I'm like, I had a conversation with him last night where, because it's awkward to be like, I want you to fuck me. Why aren't you fucking me? Because then when you do do it, I feel like it's weird. Well, why aren't you fucking me is kind of <laughs> That's going to kill the vibe. <laughs> Why are you fucking me? <laughs> Jesus. And I use, I, I use the word fuck just because that's, I feel like you're the same way. Yeah. Um, just the word <laughs> that we're going to use. But then last night I was like, look, you, I, I understand that y he's like predicting what will happen. He's like, we start having sex. Then if I start talking to someone else, I'm going to, you're going to get upset. I'm like, you're just projecting you're, the future. Yeah. I'm like, also, it's going to end badly regardless with us. So we might as well have sex. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll have so much fun. And also, don't take out whatever previous experience you've had with other women on yeah. me because you don't know me yet. Yeah. You don't know that I would freak out or not. I'm telling you, I won't. 
Well, also, I'm 28 now. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I was 24, I would have already been like, we're going to have children together. And they'll play hockey in Minnesota and they'll be so cute. But now I'm like, "Mm, I see red flags because of all the red flags I've experienced. Mm. Have you ever dealt with a guy who won't have sex with you? Yes, I have, actually. <laughs> I'm, I, I have that now. Um, oh, my God. This is perfect. Our energies are aligning. <laughs> I'm so sexually frustrated right now. I'm like I'm very horny all the time, <laughs> uh, which I kind of like because, to be honest, I've never had this with another with a guy mm-hmm. that they won't have sex with me. I've known this person for almost a year now, I, and I've got to know him very intimately, emotionally, intimately, intellectually, just very intimately. And I, I understand his situation where he's at. He's just not in the headspace of sex. We did have sex in the beginning of our uh, getting to know each other, but he was kind of just being debaucherous for the sake of it because he was dealing through with some stuff, which when I could you also say tell. De- debaucherous, do you mean like just having sex? We went all to a sex club. He said, he's, yeah, he fucked other people. Like he like went on a, went on a sex rampage, which on, good for him. Like you got yeah. him. Um, I also like, I won't get jealous if I'm seeing a guy and he's like, yeah, I have random sex. Cause I'm more like a quality time kind of person. Like mm-hmm. I know when we connect. Yeah. And I like having like a best friend. Yeah, I do too. But then I feel like your best friend wouldn't like fuck prostitutes. Right. <laughs> I, I, there's a loophole with me that mm-hmm. is, uh, that I like seeing or thinking about the guy that I'm sleeping with, sleeping with other people. I like to see it. I like to have them tell me oh, about this it. Is fun. It's cuck- cuckolding. I'm a cuck. Everyone's oh. using that as an insult, but I'm like, thank you. Yes, so I am. You'll see a guy and you'll be like, who are you attracted to? Yeah. Once I get, I have to get to know him first and I have to like, you know, yeah, cause when you drop out. that card. If you drop it too early, he might be fetishy and could be using you for that experience to stay right. on his podcast. Oh, maybe. Which, you know, <laughs> I, you know, pot call the kettle black. Um, but, um, but I. How'd you realize you like that? Um, my ex of seven years, um, I actually, you know what? I started talking about it on Guys We Fucked that okay. I thought it was really hot that I masturbated to my boyfriend fucking other people. My boyfriend at the time edited the podcast. He heard that and he was like, hey, Christina, maybe you want to share this with me? And I'm When like, did you oh, see yeah. him fucking other people? Um, so or after that, we star? talked about it. He dated a porn star, but uh, before me. And mm-hmm. um, that caused all sorts of mental issues. But um, <laughs> but uh, we t- so we talked about it, which, you know, good call, you know. And then we incorporated it into our dirty talk. And then we went on three-way dates. And then we had a three, we had a couple, three, three ways. You're fun. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so when did you first see him hook up with someone else? Oh, um, we were maybe dating for four or five years, maybe five. Yeah. And, um, and we went on it. Like we, uh, there was an app that at the time it was called Thrinder. Yes. Um, Tinder for three ways yes. has since been renamed because Tinder sued them. Uh, it's called Field, F E E L D, I believe. Okay. And it's basically for couples and, and unicorns, which is the third person. And um, yeah, uh, I'm fascinated by like what happened in these people's lives to make them like what would make you want to be the unicorn? What would make yeah. you want to be the guy? Yeah. Um, but obviously my, my ex was like, yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, two girls on my dick. And I was like, cool. I want to see that too. So we went on a three-way date. So he just very... brought it up randomly. No, he heard me talk about it on guys. We fucked. But how'd you know you liked it? Because I would masturbate to it. I just masturbated to oh, it one just day. just thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you like saw it and you were like, that was hot. No, no, no. I just thought of it. And I think maybe he was telling me what kind of porn he was watching yeah. earlier that day or something. And, and I was like, oh, you, you like her? That he- do you like this porn star? And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, what do you think? And then I would watch her porn thinking about him, thinking about her. And I was okay, like, that ding, is- ding, ding. 
Mm, it's what's funny is that some girl's fucking nightmare. Totally. Like my nightmare is like <laughs> is like seeing a girl that your boyfriend likes. Well, having to be around to. her yeah, or attracted to the emotional thing. I don't, that wouldn't that would ruin it for me. Okay, okay. So it just like Pure he sex. likes her body Lust. and it's ter- and it makes him horny, horny. Yeah, just just um, I I could never be emotionally non monogamous because that's not how I roll. But okay. I could absolutely be sexually because I do comprehend like. I'm a sexual person and there's so many guys that I would have sex with, but I'm like, mentally, they're not stimulating for me. Oh, right, right, right. You know, so I could see and understand, comprehend a guy having sex with a girl and not having emotion. Yeah. I feel like guys do it all the time. But you never want to jump in. Oh, I have. Well, it was a three-way. Oh, so you like, you do a little pr- yeah, I was like, pounce. hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> but then it was funny. The first three-way we had, we were very nervous. It was so cute. It was really sweet. It's never how you imagine it going, right? Well, even for the three-way date, we were sitting on this bench outside this cafe and we're like, oh, I hope she likes this. This is so weird. Like, I've never been on a date. You're like, be cool. Be yeah, cool. Yeah, like, Don't tell that weird story about us. your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, but it... it like it was it was sweet even though this was purely a sexual fantasy for me and what then kind we, of so you wanted a girl that he was attracted to yes did I it had matter to, if you were attracted to her i had to think she was pretty yeah like i had to think she was hot but what really mattered to me the most is that he thought she was hot and then we had the three-way we went on a date and then i made a rule i was like there will be no sexual contact this evening this is just to get to know each other because i don't want that pressure I like yeah I, it freaks me out makes me nervous yeah um so <laughs> so we like got after that day we all got our calendars out and we scheduled it and uh <laughs> yeah google calendar invited yeah yeah pretty much and um she was really cool and she slept over which was a mistake on our part because we were like sleep over and i didn't i didn't like that because he was in the middle and he had our arm his arms around no. both of us and i was like uh, 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 no uh, uh, no uh, uh. no we don't do that um, and what I was wanted, her mentality like was she just a single girl did she do this a lot I don't know if she'd done it I think she had done it before because you wanted to partner. get to know her a little yeah just just a little not just, too much exactly you don't want to know about her family but you'd like to know what she does for a living maybe yes exactly that's the, <laughs> a little below surface level to, like beyond surface level yeah. but not too deep like I yeah. don't want to know your emotional issues no. I don't want to because then that kills the fantasy for yeah me. I don't want to know what you were like as a child right um, and the three way was great um and it was really fun and then we did it two more times like over the span of a year because it's one of those or two years it's one of those things where it's like a treat you know what yeah, i mean it's like a good birthday cake yeah like once a year maybe twice but i wasn't interested in doing it more than that like i like sexual debauchery and sexual adventures but i don't need a lot of it i think it's bold of you to n- think of a fantasy and then say what you want yeah and i guess the podcast was a good outlet for that yeah because i talked about it on there before i talked to him about it <laughs> yeah it's funny i'm such a prude i've never had a threesome i feel That's like, okay i feel like i would like two guys <laughs> yes i've done but I that i think that's just me being a narcissist no no, no. but he liked two girls and that's yeah. not him being a narcissist because i'm, I'm a like a man. dude like i feel like sometimes my mentality is like a dude and i and i was once sitting in a bed with my british boyfriend and then his british fun they always sound like they're either a villain in a james bond movie or just like the funniest person anything they say <laughs> makes me laugh yeah like, would you like a crumpet and i'm You're like, like ah! shut up <laughs> i know and everything they say is like too witty for me <laughs> and he always yeah anyway but his australian roommate came mm. and sat on the bed to talk <gasps> to him and i started having these fantasies in my head and then i was like wait i think i'm freaky i think i want it have two guys but um i would i don't have the balls like i'm literally getting red talking (laughs) (laughs) well to to make you feel any better i probably i masturbated about that fantasy that idea for about i don't know i would say six months Mm -hmm. and then i talked about it on the podcast and then my ex 
was like, uh, tell me about this. What the fuck? I'll, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And it took us a year, a, a little less than a year to actually make a move on it. I, so I'm a slow mover. I don't, I don't jump into things cause I get, I get nervous. Yeah. I love your podcast because I think that someone like me puts all these things on a pedestal or like really freaky, weird people do them. Right. When, you know, you are freaky and weird, but you were, you have a, a normal emotions. You're totally. a normal person, mm-hmm. but you're just trying things that other people are too scared to try. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then doing the podcast for, I don't know, maybe two years at that point when I started talking about it. Uh, it got me more comfortable talking about sex. I bet. Were you? Do you consider yourself a sexual person? Very. When did you realize that? I've been masturbating since I was like five. Good I for don't, you, bitch. I don't. Thank you. <laughs> I don't emit a sexy vibe, but I am <laughs> vi- like, like, I I'm love not, sex. I'm not a sexy person, but I love sex. Exactly. I feel like you emit a sexy vibe. Oh, I do? See, I feel like maybe I'm too goofy. I was going to use it. I'm a goofy person, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm very goofy, but I think there's a confidence in being goofy for sure that you're like goofiness is like not wearing makeup you're like when i try Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fucking hot so like when i am trying to be sexy i'm like just you wait because i'm just being goofy right now i'm gonna come out with some mascara bro you're gonna lose your shit (laughs) once i get my sultry voice you won't even know what to do yeah yeah Yeah, you don't give your sultry voice to everyone Mm -mm. act Mm -mm. like an idiot most of the time and then you turn that shit on Mm -hmm. and he doesn't take it for granted yes yes i play mind games as you can tell (laughs) (laughs) deeply fucked up mind games (laughs) um it's funny. I didn't masturbate till I was 18. That's good, though, I think, because I would have preferred that I didn't masturbate until I was way older. Mm-hmm. 18 would have been perfect because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, now I can explore this. I've already came a million times by the time I was 18. So wow. I'm like, what's next? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like a little behind. As people know, I was a tennis player. So I think I was just tired. I was just physically <laughs> tired all the time. Yeah. And then in college, I took a class called like sexual whatever. And they were talking about it scientifically. They're like, if you stimulate this enough, this will happen. It's not some like crazy freaky oh, that's thing. Fun. So then I was just like, okay, I guess I'll try it. And then it worked. And you're like, oh, word. And then it was fun. <laughs> and then you never left your home. And, yeah. <laughs> and now I have to do this podcast from my bedroom. Um, <laughs> oh, I get crazy with masturbating now. I get, like creative because I need. Give us some strategies. I have a whole. Um, Plethora. Thing like, a, you know, one of those under the bed storage containers. Mm-hmm. I have three of them under my bed and one of them is just sex stuff. So we and I get a lot of stuff sent to us I for bet. free. So I'm like, cool. And then, but I, I've, I've buy a lot of outfits, like from the Babeland and Pleasure Chest. I've bought a lot of outfits. That's fun. Just for me. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna, cause I've been single for the past year and a half mm-hmm. and for the first time in seven years. So Good I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to swim in the explore. Yes. And, um, Every once in a while, I'll smoke a ton of weed. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. Um, and put on an outfit and look at myself. I'm like, God damn. And then just like roll around on my floor with a dildo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, you have to feel hot when you're masturbating. Yes. I have to feel hot when I'm masturbating. Yeah. It's, it's hard if I'm like bloated and just yeah. like ate something and the mood isn't right. Mm-hmm. How do you introduce toys with like a significant other? That doesn't happen until later on. I later think. on. Well, with my ex of seven years, he introduced me to a lot of stuff. He got me really comfortable with my own sexuality. That's amazing. Because he was really, he was one of those people that were like, I'm going to make you come like eight times. Sometimes it was a little much. I'm like, all right, okay, I get it. Um, <laughs> but he just made me feel very comfortable. And he would like, I remember 
I don't know, maybe six months into us dating, he was like, let's go to Babe Land. Have you ever been? I'm like, no. And then I bought a vibrator and we used, he's not intimidated by that stuff. But then he said he wasn't. And then I would take it out all the time. My favorite <laughs> thing to do is have an Itachi magic wand and then ha- while having sex. And so he was like, again? I'm like, yeah, again, motherfucker. So the magic wand, where do you put it? On my clip. On your clip while he's having sex yeah, with you. That's the, my favorite way to Do you to like when ever. he holds it? No, I have to. You know, I think I have to do that. I think I have to do that too. Because... Yeah, I'm like a people pleaser, so I'm like thinking Same. a lot about what he'll like, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I'll like I'll figure my own shit out. But I have to start. Yeah, but that doesn't happen immediately. You're not just like, and you ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because first you like have sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> Missionary style. Do it boring. Because at that point slow. it's going to be exciting because you've never had sex with. A person. Yes, yes. Starting slow, I think, is a good. And I'm trying this thing. Well, I haven't tried it yet. But I'm going to try it if I meet somebody else that I like. Hopefully I will. Um, not having sex with them right away. Honestly, like waiting okay, a while. Not having sex is the hottest thing ever. I know. That's why this guy won't have sex with me. I'm just so horny. It's so hot. But this, the guy I'm with, it's not hot anymore because <laughs> we're like literally dating. Like he brought me to his best friend's birthday party. Aww. Held my hand the whole time. Kissing me. Grabbing my butt. Adorable. And I'm like, this is awesome. But now like I can't talk to any other guys here. Not that I want to. I like the guy. Right. But then we're, I'm not even getting the physical part. And he's really separating the sex from the emotional. And I feel like it's really one. Mm-hmm, and I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel like I'm a confident person, but I'm starting to feel a little unwanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had that conversation with him and he's like, my ex like messed me up and I'm like really recently out of this and I didn't think I'd have feelings for you and if we have sex like it'll ruin whatever we have and I go well what we have isn't fulfilling me now right so we either have to be friends or I want you to have sex with me but now it's gotten so awkward I feel like I'm forcing this guy to have sex I have been in that position so many times really if you don't fuck me I can't hang out with you but I don't think that's wrong to say because if you don't want to have sex with me that's your that's I also fine. think guys get confused when you're the one that's like, yeah, I need sex. Like I'm not being it's not slutty. No. It's literally me just explaining my needs that I'm horny. I'm horny. And you should be happy. <laughs> and also I'm a very like I like talking to one person at a time. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking to him, I'm not in the mood to talk to other people. Yeah, I hear you. So now I'm realizing like I need to get some space so I can start talking to other people. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've We're very similar. I totally Because I like put all my energy into like making them laugh and like thinking of silly things. And oh, I yeah. can only do that for one person. Three people, I'm exhausted. It is exhausting. By the time I'm at this podcast, I'd have nothing to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already used all my good tricks. <laughs> yeah, I found that recently with guys, I've this thing I've noticed, sometimes when a guy is emotionally into you, they can't get it up. Oh, honey. Have you... Honey, fuck? honey. Okay. <laughs> like you can't, it's like honey, they can't, they separate so with, hard. I've dealt with a lot of guys who have sexual issues. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like attracted. To, I'm attracted to addicts. I'm attracted to. <laughs> oh, that's Corinne. Is the, yeah. <laughs> I love addicts because I love, <laughs> you see when they get addicted to you and then you're like, he is fucking hooked. And then you realize later it's not sustainable and it's unhealthy for both of you. Yeah. Um, But guys don't talk about it's not something guys talk about and then we're dealt like just coping with it yeah and a lot of it is just really just mental health stuff yeah and and then if you like i've gone to talk to the guy about it and i could see that he doesn't have the tools to express the feelings that he has and that's got to be that's frustrating i've I've certainly been there and that's that's difficult because it's a two-way street you're in it together even Mm -hmm. though he thinks it's his own fight you're the one on the receiving end of it that can feel it's sex is it's such an emotional thing and that's Mm -hmm. why with this current guy he's like 
you know, if we have sex, like it'll, I don't want you to feel used, whatever, if I don't want to date you. And I'm like, first of all, I don't want to date you. Second of all, I won't feel used because I know you respect me and like me. Right. The fact we don't want to put a label on it is like a more complicated thing. Yeah. But I do not feel used after having sex with a guy that I know respects me and knows me and likes me. Mm -hmm. Just because he's not my boyfriend. I'm like, I won't feel used by you. Yeah, take the opportunity to enjoy I'm a like, sexual I bet I'm going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you're going to like it too. Oh, big whoop. Anyway, men get in their own fucking heads and they get so scared so easily. Yeah, and I, oh, for the, my whole life, I thought it was the opposite. I thought the women, the women were the ones that do that. And then I'm learning now. I'm like, wait a second. I think we're less complicated. <laughs> Guys. Also, when I'm, I've been recently like so fulfilled and excited about my own career and I have this phobia of like men distracting me. Yeah. Like the second I'm like worrying about a guy, I'm like, he's distracting me. And I'm oh. like, I'll, like I mean, I, I don't have a phobia of it. I just let them distract <laughs> me. I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't email my manager back in like a month. Oops. <laughs> yeah, like, so did, I have, that. did I have a show this whole weekend <laughs> <Yeah>. in Portland? <laughs> I missed my flight. Oh, I am boy crazy. Really? I'm boy crazy. Okay, can we um, address something? Sure. Okay. So I think I know what it is. I think you know what it is too. And I wasn't going to address it, but we should. So I, um, I like knew about the podcast a little. And I had dated a guy. And I'm laughing because you know what it <laughs> Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. We have to, right? Yeah. Okay, this is care. fun. Also, he doesn't give a shit. Oh, if he, yeah. I, I, he I adore him. I think he's, give, yeah. I adore him too. But, um. So I was scrolling my Instagram and I see a big photo of my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> now the thing is, okay, I dated this guy, Dan Soder. He's a comedian. People know, whatever. Um, we got out of a relationship and it was like a couple months after, but it was still like that time where like I had muted him and we were oh, like both yeah. trying to move on. Yeah. And he's, his face sometimes would appear on my feed mm. and I would like unfollow some of his friends who were always like, yeah. I just needed to like get I do some the same space. thing. Yeah. I'm very good at breakups. I'm great at being cold turkey. Oh, I pretend you never existed. Amazing. I'm I've never hooked up with an ex. I'm like very like I've never either. Once actually. you're in my past, you're in my past. Why yeah. would I You're in my wake. There's I don't, too I can't. many men. Um, there are too many men. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. So I see it on my feed, his face. So I click on it because I'm a masochist. And under <laughs> it, it literally goes, today on the podcast, we had Dan Soder, a guy that one of us fucked. And I was like, what? I was like, what? And I'm sitting there and I was like, don't click on the podcast. Don't do it. And I was oh. like, I had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's it. I, I can't. I can't I couldn't listen I wouldn't be able to listen like my ex has gone on a lot of my friends podcasts yeah. and stuff and talked about I'm sure he's talked about is he a comedian no what the then what? he just talks a lot yeah <laughs> um and now he has a sex podcast so that's fun yeah um <laughs> Um, but I, like, I don't listen to his stuff cause I can't like Corinne would listen, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Actually, I'm so in awe I do. That. I have a friend that if I need to research something, like I'll have, they'll be like, Oh, someone talked about you on a podcast. I go listen to it. Tell me if I need to listen. If I don't, That's don't wise. tell me anything. Yeah. Cause I, ignorance is bliss, baby. I'd rather cause, not you know. know. You could think too deep into stuff. And I'd rather not. So I've basically said like, Christina had sex with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know the girl, whatever. But I was like, this is crazy that I can listen to a girl who just had sex with him. And I know for a fact that after we dated, he had told me he was going on a, what's it called? He like was being abstinent. Okay. So he like wasn't having sex with people because uh -huh. he would need to like find I don't think it was a healthy decision, but apparently he thought that would help Sometimes him. Sometimes you're like, maybe if I do this, this will work. Yeah, he you know was what I mean? very I do like, that all the time. He felt like 
I think he learned a lot from our breakup and I exposed a lot of things that he wanted to work on himself and I need to work on myself. We both like... That's great. We opened up each other's wounds. It was one of those. Yeah, I've been was, there with somebody. We were like, things are You like aren't trigger work. each other. We triggered each other so bad. It's exhausting and addicting. It, yep. And then we both afterwards got very self-exploratory like, and working on each stuff. And now like we're very good and we talk and we're cool. That's awesome. So we love him. We love yes, him. I love Dan. So I I listened, Dan is a sweetie. I listened to the beginning of the podcast and it was like you guys kind of awkwardly bantering. And then I like five <laughs> minutes in, I was like, yeah, I can't. I shouldn't we didn't be doing address this. us having sex until the last 20 minutes of the podcast. I, I was think just I got there. Uncomfortable. <laughs> I also liked him a lot when okay. we interviewed him mm-hmm. too much because I was just out of the seven year relationship and oh. I didn't like I, I wanted out with my ex uh, and I dated him for a year from wanting out. So th- I, I let well, that relationship go a year. Girls, <laughs> you first like, if you're asking, should I break up with him? That's the beginning, which means you should. Mm-hmm. But then like four months later, yeah. you'll start. I sat planning. on that for a year. And so I was so ready. And I was like, I why just wanna... did you break up from your ex? Um, so many reasons. Um, it, it He, we were codependent and I was relying on him for things that I should be relying on myself for. I'd been dating, I dated him since I was 23. That's so wow. fucking young. But then part of you can convince yourself like that's so healthy that he's there for me when I have a question. Exactly. When I need him to do something. When you go to your friend, I, I didn't ask my friends or family for advice until maybe a month before I broke up with him and every single friend or family member, I, I literally would go, hey, should I break up? Yes. I'm like, oh, oh my word, God. is that bad, huh? Oh I didn't my see God. that. Yeah. I would say, I, I'm in this situation too where I've, Actually, when I broke up with one of my exes, my brother afterwards was like, yeah, I fucking hated that dude. My mom like, was why like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't tell me because I wouldn't have listened. I would have been like, fuck you. You're just jealous of my happiness. <laughs> and like, yeah, Christina, I'm like, jealous yeah, of your je- terrible relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good relationship when I was in it. Took a step back and I was like, oh, that's not good. That wasn't good. Well, when you're in it, you don't, that's the thing. You don't see it. And I was yeah. dealing with a lot of confusion. I mean, Dan, at the end of the day, he's 6'3 and he's blue eyes. He's, he's my type. Man. Yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. man. Um, Funny. Funny. So fucking funny. So you can see how it took a while for me to be like, is this not right? I thought I was self-sabotaging it. I was like, this is so good. Yeah. It's so good. And I'm not having the feelings I feel like I should have. Oh, I have to ruin everything in my life. And then I had like a mental breakdown. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm not okay. (laughs) You ruined my life, Dan. (laughs) Wait, what? No, really? I've been having a conversation with myself about this for a year. I literally was just (laughs) talking to myself the whole time. I had a full on like, (laughs) like ups and downs. Like, you know, I like, I'm just fighting with myself in the shower about it. Yeah. But it's hard because if I were to say to you, I fucking hate your boyfriend. Yeah. And you're like, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Right. We're great. Then next thing you know, our relationship is awkward. Exactly. And my my best friend had expressed concerns. <laughs> but everybody at that point, by the end of our relationship was like, oh, he's coming. OK, great. Oh. Like, and But you didn't care. No, I didn't care because I was used to it. <laughs> And my mom was like, I'm bipolar, Christina, and he makes me depressed. And I was like, oh, word, that's not good. Um, Um, But there was just so many things. We were so intertwined with each other. Was the sex still good? Sex was awesome. I think that fucks things up. Because I was talking to another guy who was is all fucked up about his ex and he was just saying how she was abusive, she all this stuff. And I'm like, why would you stay with her? And he goes, The sex was insane. Yeah, and that, and I felt so comfortable with him. We, at that point, we had been on so many 
sexual adventures and that bonded us. That's a bonding. When you have a three-way with a partner, like that's that bonds you. It's yeah. Because it's a, you're so vulnerable in this yeah. new experience and he like made sure you were okay throughout. Yeah, it's very love. Even if it's just with two people that you're just attracted to and it's just some horny fuck fest, it's still vulnerable and it bonds you. You know what I mean? And so we, we were so close and he was a crutch for me. And, but I, yeah, there was just so many things about our relationship that were irreparable. Oh, so like events had happened that you couldn't move on from? Yeah. And his, his mainly like his outlook overall on life is a negative, very negative outlook. Mm. And he told me from the beginning, he's like, this is what I'm like. So if you can't deal with it, just, I'm not changing. And I was For like, some reason whatever. that turns me on. When a guy's oh, like, you can't like, challenge, challenge me. Accept it, <laughs> <Yeah>. motherfucker. <laughs> I will change you. Actually, he told me in the very beginning, he goes, hey, I'm really broken. And oh. I was like, I, I was like <laughs> oh, I'm in love with you. I what? Like, I was like, no one's broken. You just have cracks. Yeah, and I'll be your glue. <laughs> I'll be your glue. <laughs> and then like nine months in, I was like, he's so broken. And I was like, he fucking like, I told, told you. <laughs> Sometimes the writing on the wall is... The writing on the wall. I don't got glasses Too bad on. I can't read. Yeah, I can't read. <laughs> so I can see how you get out of a relationship and all you know is like connection and love and comfort. And I wanted, like I felt so naked and like, oh. and, and Was um, Dan the first one? That yep. There's maybe three people, three male comedians that I think are attractive. And who? he was one of them. Um, him, Chris DiStefano. Uh-huh. And um, uh, who else was? <laughs> I used to like I used to think Chris D'Elia was so hot because his podcast he's so fucking funny on his yeah, podcast yeah. Uh, I, I don't know him I just had Chris on last week Chris and Stephanie and I met for the first time it's so funny both of them were on Guy Code Oh I'm, yeah, I'm 28. I watched Guy Code when I was like 19. Yeah, so yeah. I was watching Chris and Dan, and I was like, "This is so funny." Yeah. And so, you know, like I'm. It was like I like Chris Stefano. I think, and I was he's like, such a cutie. I'm from Brooklyn, okay. and he's from Brooklyn. So he's we were just so like, Brooklyn. we were like Brooklyn, Brooklyn. And then he's promoting. He's like, us New York City pieces of trash went on a podcast. So yeah, Chris is amazing. He's also he's hot, but like, he's adorable and hot. He's adorable and hot, but he's also like he's a goof. But I feel like he'd ruin my life. Maybe. I had, I slept with him too. Uh, that okay, was fun. I, I, I've only slept, I'm kind of not disappointed in myself, you, but I've only you, slept with like three people since this breakup. Yeah, what are you doing? I know. I don't You're fuck, just masturbating? Yeah. Or finding guys who won't fuck you. That's what I do. Yeah, that too. Because that's fun. <laughs> then you get to like have this whole confusion. Well, and it's like, oh, I'm like the guy now. What's your type? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But like I needed to... Um, so with with my ex, I thought that my vagina was broken because I didn't. We weren't sleeping together. It's not because he didn't want to. It's because I didn't want to. I'm like, I guess I'm just like depressed. And then I towards the end, towards the end, and then I found myself. I'm like, I could totally fuck this guy. I could totally fuck that. And I'm like, no, no, no I just don't want to fuck him anymore. Yeah. At the end of all my relationships, you don't I don't want to have sex. I can't. But you don't want to accept that that means that's the end of a relationship. But I've got to tell you, in all my experience, is it is intertwined with the uh, people. You can't put it separate. It's yes. really so intertwined. People can do ebbs and flows. But once you're disgusted sexually by the person, <laughs> it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Who cares if he's like good at cooking you breakfast? Yeah. My Nana, Nana still got it on Instagram. You should follow her. She's yeah. What's her handle? Bitch. At Nana still got oh, it. I her a wild bitch. She's I'm like, a wild bitch. She told me because she's been married for 60 years. Wow. 60. And she says, you have to be a sex kitten. You have to wear high heels. You have to have sex two to three times a week minimum. Oh my this is God. my Nana talking to me about my papa. They're adorable. But I realized like, they're fucking. Yes. Nana. And I really think like, you don't have to be a fucking freak. If you yeah. don't want to fuck your dude and he doesn't want to fuck you, 
there's people who will so yeah. do that yeah and sex is ugh, so healthy sex is so can be so great sometimes Even if it's with you somebody just you masturbate love, and it some, changes your whole demeanor yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> like you know when you're just like why am i and then you masturbate uh-huh. and you're like the hills are alive yeah. the sun is shining so brightly now weird <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what my type is, but I, the guy that I'm, that, that I'm really close friends with that it's like this in between, between a relationship and a friendship. It's more than a friendship for sure. Oh my God. We're in the same situation. (laughs) Well, we went to the beach together and it was just, it was really nice. And, but he's at a weird place mentally. And I get that. Why is he in a weird place mentally? Because he was, he got out of a six year relationship and he's just dealing with a lot of issues from that relationship. We're literally dealing with the same thing. Like I went to the US Open with this guy. We spent all day. He's the kind of guy I could spend all day with him. Yes. But, oh, but yes. in my head, I really was like your perfect boy toy material. Oh, and then yeah. he like tricked me, and then I started getting emotions because I could get emotions for a rock if you like <laughs> if you like convince me. If you me, enough. me enough, you're like you, that rock doesn't like you, and I'm like, Wait, why? <laughs> How come? Is that rock staring at another girl? Yeah. Why does that rock care about me, Hannah? Why is your shirt off? Put your shirt on. <laughs> um, yeah, I. But I've been exploring. Like, it's so nice to know that men. I really had a problem with my ex's negativity. It really like took the wind out of my sails. Well, yeah. And and like people like Dan, Chris, this guy that I'm seeing, that I'm whatever the fuck now. Um, are not like that. And it was very important for me to be shown examples of men. What that happened are like with that. you and Chris? Um, we had sex once and it wasn't good. <laughs> and, um, but he's so Wait, cute. what wasn't good about it? A lot of stuff. And he, um, he came on the podcast. This was before we fucked. And cause he's just the most adorable person. And then we had sex after that. He's so adorable. It wasn't good, but he was like, I can't finger girls. Cause I get like, I bite my nails and I'm going to get an infection. And I, he was worried about going down on women cause he was going to get strep throat. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're so cute that I'm gonna fuck you anyway. It's but like, like the hypochondria is actually cute at that point. Yeah. See, I like weird men. Like if you're weird, I, I love I weirdos. Love weirdos. <laughs> I totally. And Chris is so weird in a beautiful way. Yeah. Like their brain just works differently, and it, it like intrigues me to an extent. Oh my god, the guy, the guy friend guy, whatever now is the biggest weirdo, and I love it. Yeah. It's the, my favorite thing about it because it takes. I get bored easily. Yeah. Me too. I think that Chris also he talked for like a good thirty minutes about how his sperm is like highly saturated i've heard about that he <laughs> did sleep with a woman once and then had a baby after that so yeah. it's like and i was like maybe you should just use a condom next time yeah like it's my sperm uh-huh. um so we'll see about that but somebody told told me the other day he's like yeah i was talking to chris stefano and he was like there's only like a couple men in the world and they're all from <laughs> peru who has my powerful no, sperm he or said, whatever he said that it was people from chernobyl chernobyl <laughs> <laughs> and i'm literally like after he said all that i go you just didn't use a condom. And he's like, no, no, no. He's it's like, like Chernobyl sperm. They asked if I was from Russia because this has only been seen in a couple cases after <laughs> Chernobyl. And I was like, you just watched that documentary and made that shit up. Yeah. Great well, documentary. But the interesting the thing about Chris, yeah, oh my God. The interesting thing about Chris was uh, we, the sex wasn't great, but I didn't really say anything to him because I'm like, okay, that's fine. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And um, was it obvious that it wasn't great? I thought so. But then I went on his podcast, Mr. Hyenas, <laughs> and he and Giannis, his co host, was like, yeah, Chrissy D never gets any repeat customers lately. And I'm like, Chris, can I be honest with you right now? Can I be honest? Like, real you quick. Went on his and Chris, Chris was like, yeah, say whatever you want. And I was like, okay, really? Can yeah. I? Because yeah. I have mad love for Chris. Yes. And I was like, there was some, it wasn't great, man. You talking about like, the actual sex part, like yeah. the rhythm or the like, 
what was it like his pheromones? He, he kept saying he's like, "Hey, babe, I can't get hot unless you suck my dick, babe. Can you suck my dick, oh, babe?" I'm like, Christopher. I can't do that. Yeah, he's he's so he's so cute, but he has this like old school mentality too, where he's like, "I just want you to cook me dinner and then yeah, we'll fuck after." Which I'm like, okay, but 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 after we had that conversation, he was telling me he's like, "I've he's like I've been sleeping with girls now, and I'm like fingering them and eating them out and like having great making them come." And I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "I was hung up on somebody, and I didn't put that together, and that was making me." not present at all during You're sex so and i was like right that's exactly what i it felt, felt you disconnected yeah and sex I felt, is so mental yes so that's why like you can't put your finger on like what it actually was right but you weren't feeling and I was like, seen that makes so much sense now i'm so glad you said that he's like yeah and then he came on the podcast to talk about because we had had sex mm-hmm. and so i'm like can you come on again and we could talk about it he's like i don't care which that's why i love about chris he okay, doesn't he's care. great he has but no then, ego then there's a hotness stuff. about how confident he is i know and, I, and and then he's, he's like after, i'll fuck you terribly but i'll talk about it. <laughs> well now he, i was like you've blossomed into the sexual beast this does is great. he want to try again yeah and that's i was like fun yeah let's do it but then we never got around to it but i'm like that's okay do you feel pressure to like fuck new dudes with your podcast no i don't because i'm i i know me and i'm not i will not do something that makes me uncomfortable with sex i cannot i have to be so comfortable yeah so i can't 100 percent. it's all about you knowing your boundaries and what you want to do mm-hmm. um because sex could be beautiful and then sex can be like scary and not okay yeah mm-hmm. i love that yeah Wait, so- <laughs> <laughs> me too you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> um also side note christina it's very exciting that your podcast it got acquired by Luminary. Yes. So yeah. it, can you tell people a little about like where it's available, how they yeah. can listen? Yes, absolutely. Um, we had been doing the pod, like I said, I think I said this on the microphone, uh, almost six years. Yeah. And we've gotten a lot of offers from people like, hey, you want to be exclusive? Want to be behind a paywall? And we're like, and, and we talked about it. I'm like, nah. And then. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I just, I just, we didn't want to. And then the timing was right and the company was right. Uh, we met with the CEO of this company, uh, this guy, Matt, who, who owns Luminary. I'm like, you don't suck. You really love, you're a podcast nerd and mm-hmm. you're obsessed with good content and I like your taste and he like he had all the things and I was like okay I trust you and um, we wanted to go behind a paywall um, it's eight nine seven ninety nine a month and in our heads we're like I want to make guys we fucked so good that you would pay that just for our podcast because they have 30 other podcasts like Lena Dunham has a podcast mm-hmm. there Trevor Noah I've seen it on the subway yeah are you like getting better production with them yes and yeah because we have a production budget now wow so like we can fly to interview people they know all of these Holy people that shit. they can connect us with guests that we've been wanting to interview for fucking ever um and and it's really they give a shit and so and it got to the point where the po- this sounds like champagne problems but so many people were listening like when it was on all the platforms my mom could listen to it mm-hmm. my, every friend anybody could and listen could to it anytime around and stuff of course and, and 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 people who hate us could listen to it and mm-hmm. i'm like if it's behind a paywall we're not trying to be elitist with it, even though some people are going to say we will, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're listening, you want to listen. And what that did was, for Corinne and I, is it made us love doing the podcast again and want to divulge all of these intimate you details like about our lives. You felt like people listening like, really loved you. Yeah. Instead of just throwing our diary out into the world for anybody to pull apart, it didn't. It started to not feel good. Also, like this is the podcast business. you got a chunk of change to do this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, thank you. This, like the podcast, it's showing people are like, is there what's the deal with podcast it's like, my there's money in it yes i'm paying for my nephew's college i mean it's it's like it's it's fuck yeah yeah and it feels earned mm-hmm. and it feels we started I mean, six from years. nothing yeah and uh and we didn't make i think 
maybe two years in, we started making money off the podcast. Cause I was like, wait, you can make money off a fucking podcast. How'd you no know Corinne idea. was the one? Um, we had been comedy partners for three years before guys. We wow. I interned for her company. Um, when I was in a sophomore in college, wow. the, uh, summer after I graduated college, I started stand up and I invited her to a bringer show. She came and she was like, Hey, you want to work to get, be like a comedy deal? Cause I want to pursue stand up too. And you should always was have like she the a, kind of coworker that you're like, let's get lunch. And you just like got lunch all the time. No, not at all. Oh, you um, hated each other. Okay. No, we didn't hate <laughs> each other at all. She was just, she's, she's just quiet. She, her and I are very opposite I love human that. beings. I love that. Um, but, but I, she's one of the most fascinating people I know. I love her so much and she's so fucking funny. I mean, you guys aren't sick of each other. Not at all. We work on our relationship. I've never worked on a relationship more than I I've worked on it with say, Corinne. What you have with Corinne is something so special that, yeah. like, y- you want to find with a man. It's fa- it's funny because, like, yeah, friendship I don't know if I ever will. I mean, maybe I hope like I do. You found but... your friendship soulmate and yeah. your business. So you know how hard it is to work with. The only yeah. friendships I have just like gotten bad the second I we get a little business. We started as business partners. Okay. And then we and then we realized, oh, there's certain boundaries. Like, one of the boundaries that she... I used to think that if you put a boundary up with me, then you hate me. Mm-hmm. But, like, turns out, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are healthy. And she was like, hey, when we're... When it's anything about business and we want to talk to each other, email. No text. Because if I'm out with my friends and you're like, hey, Corinne, we want to do this, we want to do that, I don't... It stresses me out. And I'm like, okay. But then I took a step back and I was like... Yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah. You gotta do some boundaries. Yeah, because I'm totally that person who, like, if I'm like, we're in it together, yeah. I will text you all fucking day. I'm like, did we do this? Did we Why do you hate me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. And I, I take everything personally. Like, I've yeah. learned a lot about myself through her, um, through working with her. And that's one of the things. Like, that's boundaries amazing. are good. Because it's always like, they say bands, like, bands don't like start sucking, they break up. Yeah. So it's amazing that you found someone to, like, go through this journey with yeah it's cool it's really it's i'm so glad that i did because it's fucking crazy ride it's insane and then you get to talk about your hardships with like different dudes but then you have this like rock next to you which is really beautiful who knows me so she's met me before i knew my ex of seven years she's seen relationships come and go i mean we both have in each other's lives so it's it's wild beautiful i think it's time for our first game oh okay we have games i love that and it's called heaven or hell this one's very sexual because yes it's christina (laughs) heaven or hell um heaven or hell choking have well am i getting choked or am i choking you getting choked purgatory Yeah, because this is like a thing that millennials are loving right now. But some guys, I like getting roughed up, but a lot of guys... Don't know how to properly choke? They don't want to. They're like, I can't. I'm like, oh, come on. The only reason that I want you to is because I trust you and feel comfortable. If I didn't, I would never want you to do that to me. there's a way of doing it where it's just the right amount of pressure. Just a little rough. You like a little rough? Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, I'm like dealing with a guy, but he has very strong hands. Mm. Also, sometimes he'll squeeze my boob a little hard. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally had a bruise on my tit. Oh my and I showed him, I said, this is what you did. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was just like, do you have to squeeze it that hard? Yeah, just don't squeeze it, like less pressure. Less pressure. Mm-hmm. Boobs are sensitive. Um, heaven or hell, anal. Ooh. I've been to the ER from anal, so that was hell. But I've also had really great anal sex, and that was heaven. So I'm going to say both. Wait, please tell me the I ER bled story. Bled a lot. Please bled like me. it was the first day of my first period ever. Did you Out live? of my asshole. Um, of course, yes. But uh, that's why I was like, this is alarming. Was his dick, like, huge? It's pretty good size. Yeah, pretty big. Um, and But, you know. You're like, my ass could handle a lot. I don't know why. I thought it, it could. 
Well, sometimes you go to the bathroom, you're like, oh, I can do anal. Um, <laughs> and it was one of those. But the, the proper warm up was taken, the proper like prep, yes. all the stuff. You're was, a professional. Yeah. And then it, 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 I was like, this kind of hurts. And he's like, oh my God, okay, like that's stop. And then I was just bleeding for hours. And I was like, it's almost like, did you break my butt? Something like, ripped yes i think um but with a guy with a smaller penis it actually feels amazing i'm on this new kick where i'm like i dated a guy who was traumatizingly big oh he was no. like six six the british guy oh. everyone knows the, about it i only almost had a one night stand with a british guy and his dick was too big and i had to go should we is this a stereotype we should start i guess so maybe it was it was my forearm and yeah, I, this, yeah. I looked at it and I was like, that's not going It's in. not. I would have. <laughs> Can't even put that in my mouth. So I'm like now obsessed with like slightly below average size yeah. dicks. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, I will blow your fucking yeah, mind. You punch me with it. I don't care. <laughs> totally. I'm like, do whatever. Stick it in my earlobe. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We're a big dick. You're like, I'll try not to get a, a hand drum. Yeah, yeah. Um, heaven or hell hooking up with a girl heaven you've hooked up with a girl one-on-one oh, yeah. before yeah 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 i created a profile dating profile because i was like men are stupid well, how old were you um 21 i love that, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what did you learn about yourself from that i'm straight <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest part of it this is fascinating because i have eating her done- out um, well because i was like well when we had the one of the three ways we had i was like can i eat you out and she's like yeah this girl was bi i'm pretty sure okay she's bi and i did it and i was like was it good and she's like it was great but you only did it for like seven seconds and then you ran away I'm like, you literally put your point. tongue on <laughs> i see what you say and that makes a lot of sense and did you like in, did you ever get like excited to be around them yeah yeah for sure i mean hot girls i love them what's your type of girl hot <laughs> Like hot, covered in oil, hot. Yeah. Just hot. Do you care? Like blonde brunette? No, I don't care about that. Okay. Curvy, fucking, ugh. Yeah. This is a good one. Heaven or hell? Free vaginoplasty. Hell. Wait, is that the word? Or no, it's labiaplasty. Labiaplasty. Yeah, hell. Your labia is fine. No one needs to change your labia. Thank you. It's just cosmetic. Fuck that shit. If somebody can't handle your labia, they don't deserve to have sex with you ever. Thank you. Some lady was like, I have trouble walking. I'm like, your labia is not ever meant to ever get in the way of you walking. That's true. The evolution would have never let that happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I do think that vaginas are all beautiful flowers. I agree good okay we're on the same page okay this is a verse giving a blowjob um every day or giving a hand job every day blowjob i love giving blowjobs you do i fucking love it there is a power a- in having a good blowjob i express myself through bro blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so my long since i've given a blowjob my love language is blowjobs <laughs> yeah oh darn Sucks for you, dude. I give a poetic blowjob. Well, one of the first three away I had with my ex, I keep bringing this up, but she gave him a blowjob and he came right away. And I was like, that, what the fuck? Did she give you tips? No, but I stole what her moves. What was her moves? Just like, okay, both hands twisting. Didn't oh. know that. And she somehow managed when one of the hands was twisting at the bottom of the dick, she like scooped the balls for like a second, just so slightly. I would be afraid. What's that what called? Like an Indian? Oh, rug, like an Indian bird? An uh, Indian bird. Yeah. I don't know if we could say that. I, I'm oh, well, scared to say anything yeah. about race. Um, You've gotten in trouble in the past. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, How did you cope with that uh, i cried and i didn't go on the internet for a, two weeks and then it was over i'm like okay 
Because I'm very much, I'm very much a fan of like, if I say something ignorant, first of all, I'm not saying something on purpose to be ignorant, but please, if you have the energy within you, which, and if you don't, I get it, educate me. Yes. Educate. I am wrong about everything. I'm so open to being wrong. I don't give a shit about being wrong. But when people come at you and you're like, you're a dumb fucking bitch. I'm like, well, with that attitude, we're not going to accomplish jack shit. I'm, yeah, I'm very anti-cancel culture. And I feel like, especially like, 2013 2014 people were still saying like fag and stuff oh yeah 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 like people were calling everything gay yeah people were racist jokes were the norm yeah yeah because the thing is racism is everywhere and it's fucking terrible also, and it's comedy is a conversation exactly the second you shut the comedian up and just judge them is not no comedy. one anything. yeah and yeah, it's yeah. not art and it's not creativity mm-hmm. and, um, and comedians have misses we say things with our stand-up. We're always doing podcasts. I fucking forgot there was a microphone over my face this past hour because I don't think of that when I say things. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like if everything that's what everybody makes you good at your job, yeah, because you get Thank lost you. in it and you're so yeah. authentic. But like these journalists writing these articles about like the the video of Shane, I'm like. It, I wish so badly that I could pick apart every fucked up thing you've said because I know you said some fucked up shit because everybody has. We, we probably didn't know it was that fucked up when we said uh-huh. it and now we learn. I was talking to my friend about this who's not a comedian or anything and he's like, yeah, the first tweet I ever wrote was throwing frisbees pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> that was in like 2014. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. He or she does not get a good gig, be, or like a fancy job, because they will be canceled. But also, if you think about what journalists do, their I was thinking about this with reality TV. Also, like their job is to pull anything to make it a story. Yep. People just want to read about negatives. Yep. So they're looking and they want to throw find people negatives. The bus. I deleted my Twitter today because it's journalists. Yeah, because I was tweeting about. I was like. It's it's interesting to me that people only get written about when they get a big gig or like when Kevin Hart got the Oscar hosting gig uh-huh. and then it was like, but in 20, whatever the fuck he said fat or he said if his kid was gay and yep. it's like, and then he got the Oscars taken away from him and I'm like, you guys, what the fuck? Like what, jur- like you're, it's, it feels like journalists are waiting in the wings for whoever gets the next thing and they're going to scour every little thing they've ever said and pick it apart. Down. And it's like, if you really gave a shit about racism, which we should all give a shit about, let's go after policy. Let's go after Congress people. Let's try to flip the Senate. Let's get people elected of every race and yes. color and gender. Like this is how we fucking solve the problem. Yes. You don't need to be that. worried about what a fucking comedian is saying, you <laughs> dumbass. You're so right. So yes, mad. Bitch. Sorry. Just yeah. a bottle at you. I'm just sorry. A bottle. I also think like, what if when you do find something, you use it as like, let's get them on air and let's have them talk it through and let's educate or like yeah. make something more, continue the conversation. Well, yeah, and the thing is, it's not a conversation anymore or, or, or people make it not a conversation. It's just, oh God. And this fucking dumb cunt journalist, her name was Meg, oh, Meg something. I would call her out if I knew her last name. <laughs> You're like, care. I wish I, I could blow her spot up right now. Um, and, and she was uh, she had quoted that t- I just tweeted something about like no one gave a shit about what Shane said until he got SNL. Um, heaven or hell. <laughs> Sorry, I really went on a rant. No, it's worth it. Heaven or hell going solo on a podcast. Heaven. Tell me. I love it. Well, I'm doing my own podcast. When did you like plan this? I've been thinking about it for the whole summer and I was like, I'm weird and 
I want to talk about things that aren't sex because I have so much to say about stupid shit. And um, I just want to make something that's kind of fun and fluffy and weird and yeah. cool. And I have... It feels like creatively you wanted to have a different outlet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there something really insane happened to me this summer. And so at the end of this first episode, I want to talk about it. It's, it's like one of the craziest fucking stories of my like maybe that i'll ever have i don't know um but i want an outlet for everything else in my life is it going to be are there going to be guests there are going to be guests but they're going to be my friends they're gonna, like intimate stories about like remember the time we fucking saw i had my one friend ashley on uh for an interview we recorded over the summer and she told me this story about i used to intern at snl uh-huh. and i would we interns weren't allowed to go to the after party but we could go to the after after party because one day an intern fucked jeremy piven and apparently that was her fault i feel like everyone's fucked jeremy piven probably i, I haven't. haven't i haven't i saw him outside the stand He's like a, last a week handsome man miniature but Very, handsome. yeah <laughs> I, I don't care about height see i'm like a i'm a size queen Height queen or size queen? Height queen. Yeah. The tall people is where it's at. Yeah. I've never had sex with a tall person. No, like they just make you feel adorable. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so little. I love being picked up. Like yeah. a King Kong moment. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love that. Oh, feels so no, thin. yeah, a tall man. But it's my own insecurities because I am I was like muscular growing up. So okay. Like, this is tennis and stuff. Yeah. Tennis, yeah, you got me. Um, but yeah, my friend Ashley, we were we dormed together in college and we lived together for a year and we have all these crazy stories and she came on and she, I didn't know this happened, but <laughs> apparently Ryan Philippi uh-huh. wanted to have a three-way with me and her and, what? and we said no and I was like what she's like yeah dude he was gross I'm like I would have still said yes on SNL on the SNL after after yeah. party I'm like fuck so, oh I hate I when like, that happens did I know he wanted to have sex with us I've she's actually like, multiple yeah, times had someone be like yeah that guy like went up to you and like asked you to go for a walk or something and you like didn't answer I'm like why wouldn't I have answered <laughs> they're like I don't know you were eating a cheeseburger and I'm like why wait wh- why was she creepy out of my mouth <laughs> I don't know but I don't remember that I'm like you I would have to totally had a freeway with story. him and it probably would have been decent he was so hot at least insightful he was he's so hot I don't care if he's gross wear a condom I don't care you're like gross is my time yeah, I love gross <laughs> come to me so, so it's you telling like friendship stories and friendship life stories. stories and weird and just weird weird just trains of thought and on it'll stuff. be available on all the platforms all the things are yeah. you doing any stand-up shows alone you're still doing stand-up oh on your yeah. yeah yeah I just stand up pretty much every night are you cool with is Corinne cool with this yeah, she has her own podcast with Rosebud Baker. Oh yeah, about the, Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's called Two Less Lonely Girls. It's very <laughs> it's funny. So quirky. Well, Corinne is obsessed with pop culture, uh-huh. and if you go to her childhood room, I feel like every, a lot of people project their own insecurities on Corinne. I see it happen all the time, and it's a fascinating thing for me to watch because I've never seen it happen like that with anybody. But like, if you go to her childhood bedroom in her parents' house, which I've been to many times, it is like a, a pop culture museum. This woman mm-hmm. is knowledgeable obsessed and and has she's just so into multiple it multiple restraining orders against celebrities <laughs> she hasn't but you where's she from she's from jersey so her podcast is about pop culture and that's so her she outlet. has an outlet already yeah exactly yeah amazing yeah i love that you guys like do your thing and let each other shine in other ways to wrap this up i like to end with the seven deadly sins okay where we get even darker yeah let's do it Seven Deadly Sins. First question. What are you greedy about? Food. Mm. Sweet or savory? Savory. Yes. I don't like shit. Well, if I like a guy, I'll do anything. But um, (laughs) I I only usually don't like sharing food. I'm like, this is mine. Maybe get your own. (laughs) 
I'm like, but if it's his food and if he gives me some of his food, I'm like, that's my love language. Yeah. Yeah. That's this one guy who won't fuck me. He gave me the last bite of his hot dog. Hot dogs I can eat in a second, by the way. Hot dogs are two bites. And he was yeah, like, yeah. Do you want the like that little end part? And I yeah. was like, Why are you trying to make me fall in love with you? <laughs> oh, and perfect amount of mustard and ketchup ratio. It was a whole thing. Aww. What what's your like go to meal? Um <laughs> popcorn. I have a weird food thing. I was addicted to Adderall for a while and I wasn't <laughs> eating a lot. So um I stopped the Adderall and now I'm like, give me all the food. Um a lot of donuts, a lot of waffles, a lot of yeah. pancakes. Do you like a waffle like fried carbs. chicken? I've not tried that, which I don't know Honey. how. I love fried chicken it's sandwich. Sweet and savory. Yes. And yes, it has yes. the cake, but also the crunch. Oh. Yeah. I love mac and cheese. I love pizza. I love turkey burger. I love Do you oh. have ADD? Um, maybe, but I think it's from childhood trauma. I'm not like born with it. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a psychiatrist and I was like, give me Adderall. And he's like, yeah. how much? And I'm like, oh, really? Why Word? did you, why'd you want it? Cause I, I'm, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> I'm tired all the time too. And I took it a couple times and I was like, this is great. But I'm like, yeah, anybody will get awake when you take speed. Yeah. It's cocaine. It does. Yeah. And then you got skinny. Yeah, I got thin and I got like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get everything done. But then I was abusing it so hard that I wasn't getting anything done. And I'm like, and yeah. Oh, I see. What's so, your what's your typical day look like as an as a podcast entrepreneur and comedian? Oh, um, I'll wake up around 11, 10 or eleven. Uh, I'll go roller. I'll smoke weed and go rollerblading. Wait, that's, um, <laughs> that's my favorite thing. I'll take a boat At to Roosevelt Island. At the same time, yeah. Amazing. I'll literally be rollerblading on Roosevelt Island with a joint I'm in, in my Long hand. Island City. I love Roosevelt oh, Island. I, ro- I rollerblade on Long Island City Long Island all amazing. the time. I take, because I live on, I live right by a boat thing of the NYC ferry. Uh-huh. Take the boat right across the river to LIC. Yes. Get off in front of that Pepsi Center sign. Center Boulevard. Blade everywhere. Amazing. Yeah. yeah I Wait, love blading. Rollerblading is really difficult. It's so much fun. I'm I, addicted to do, it. Do you like ice skate? No. Well, I roller, guess I could. Rollerblading's hard. It's it, it. Oh, it's hard. But I've gotten so comfortable with it that now I could rollerblade when I'm high. That was like I I took it very slow. Wait, this is so fun. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't be fun for me because I'd bust my ass. But do you ever? You, you just gotta ever, practice. Did you ever think of doing one of those like rollerblading things where you like beat each other up, like hockey? <laughs> no, do you know those like rollerblading leagues with like the women? Oh, who, oh, like, oh, oh like um, like um, uh, derby queen, yeah. like roller derby. Yeah, roller derby. Nope, I don't want to do that. Okay, I don't want to beat anybody up, and yeah. I don't want to get beaten up. I'm Very like, sensitive. I'm like, how do we add violence to this? <laughs> it would be way more fun to watch. Um, yeah, I've never eaten it on rollerblades. So you go rollerblading, and it's probably a great workout. It's a great workout. I need workouts to be fun, so I do that. Do you wear um, guards? No, no, I'm not a pussy. <laughs> Um, no helmet, no nothing. Um, you're wild. I know. And then I'll, and then I'll check my, I'll come home, check my, eat, eat, check my emails, do uh, a lot of times I have conference. I always have conference calls. Mm-hmm. And then I re remind myself of what my goals are for the month, like career goals. And I'm like, okay, and do like something PM, towards you're this. Like, what did I want to do today? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I do shows at night. Amazing. Yeah. Very fun. What are you envious of or who are you envious of? Hmm. People who can dance. People who are really good at like hip hop dance, I think that's the coolest thing. Actually, in my next life, I want to be a hip hop dancer. Anybody who is that in touch with their body, that they can, I'm obsessed with like choreography videos, like dance choreography videos. They're fun. Oh my God. I love Beyonce's like my Jesus. And, um, and And like when they can control their butt muscles like that. Yeah. Is there anything hotter? Yeah. The, like, yeah, the popping. Yes. And I just, I think that is the coolest thing to be that in touch with your own body. And I, I would love also, that. Also, you'd kill at weddings. 
Yeah, of course. Kill. You wouldn't be the awkward, like, sidestepping. <laughs> Wedding songs are hard to dance to. I said it. I agree. I Ooh, hot it. take. Hot take. Hot, it's a hot take, but <laughs> I went to a brutal wedding, which is 80s music, and my mom was, like, crushing it. This? Yeah, she oh, was just, like, wiggling. And I, like, I just know how to, like, grind a guy's dick off. So I was like, <laughs> too, I don't too. know what to do. Like, if you, I my can. My neck. My <laughs> back. Where's so that song? There was, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and it's actually kind of hard to dance to. Yes, it is. I agree. I was just, like, shaking my butt a little. It was weird. <laughs> Um, what are you gluttonous about besides food? So what are you um, over Masturbating. Yeah. What's Sometimes most... I go through phases. You know what? Yeah, no, tell me your boys, boys. Boys. Do you, you like, do you love the attention? Uh, I love the attention, but I'm a people pleaser. So mm-hmm. I like when they're happy. Yeah. Not yeah. great for me. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. I think it's great. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not happy in this. And they're like, well, you were for the last couple of years. I'm like, uh, why change my mind now? I also feel like I do it like a game where it's like, I want to win them over. And then when they fall for me, I'm like, Bye. do I like him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and I it's think not, it's just the game. It's the, the chase. I love the chase. Mm-hmm. I'm also gluttonous about marijuana. Oh yeah. How long have you been smoking before? Mm, after I graduated college, I started smoking, but I've been smoking, um, Every day or every other day for the past, I would say, three years. Do you ever try to restrict it? Yeah, because, yeah, So every once in a while, I'm like, I want this to be a treat. I don't want this to be an everyday thing. Yeah. But I have a lot of anxiety. And we, weed meshes with my body. I'm very sensitive to drugs. And me weed too. And weed is one that, I'm, that, like, meshes with me very well. What typically gives you anxiety? Life, boys, food, television, other people getting things that I wanted. <laughs> clothes do you think it's just like the heat rain you you get a lot of thoughts too many yeah we're similar um i feel like a lot of comedians have bad anxiety yeah but it's like what also makes you funny is because of all the bazillions of thoughts at least 20 percent have to be funny yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so you have funny thoughts oh for sure the rest might be completely depressive yeah that you can then turn it to funny definitely do you know like when you first remembered being anxious Oh, since I was a kid. A lot of childhood trauma with a bipolar mom that fucked me up. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Mara Merrick had a bipolar mom as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit. And it's just like the household, you you don't feel control. Yeah. Or like a consistency. Yeah. When when one parent is hot or cold and you never know what you're going to get, you will a, a child will develop these survival mechanisms that are so advanced, but you do it like that because you're like, this is the person who provides me food and shelter. Yes. I need to make sure they're happy. And so your antenna, you have one antenna pointed out and one pointed in. And then what happens is the antenna pointed in towards you, the how do I feel? How do I, what do I want to do? Goes pointed out. And, and then you, you forget. you a people pleaser. Absolutely. And you're like, wait, do I have any opinions on anything? And then you're 31 and you're like, fuck, I've got to get out of this relationship. Well, you've done some work on yourself because mm-hmm. <laughs> like how well you Love just therapy. explained that. <laughs> Therapy's amazing. Um, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? So anger. Uh, uh, 10 minutes ago when I was going off on that comedy rant. Yeah. Do you find Truly. yourself like, are you an expressive person? Do you get angry easily? Yeah. Um, anger. Sometimes I'll have anger. Like when I was with my ex, I would have what I call anger attacks. So mm-hmm. It was like an anxiety attack, but I would just turn into the Hulk. It was mm-hmm. like I took steroids Would you do that voice? Um, no, but I would punch <laughs> walls and throw things. Not at a person. That's like classic white boy move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. White guys love punching walls. But when I punch a wall, it's like doesn't make even a mark. And I'm like, <laughs> ow. And it's like, why did you just do that? Just broke your hand, dumbass. <laughs> but I love the passion. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm very passionate. I, punch a pillow next time. Just punch a I pillow. I scream at pillows a lot. I haven't done it lately, but that was my go-to. And I gave myself a polyp on my fucking vocal cords. It's okay. It's not like your voice is important for your no, career or nah, anything. No, Who needs it? Um, just a couple more. You're doing amazing. <laughs> when was the last time you were a sloth? Like, what do you mean? Like, like a, lazy. This this morning? I mean, I'm, I have lazy. I, I allow myself a lot of lazy moments throughout the day. Good for I just you. just sit there. Good for you. Yeah. I think those are healthy. I but I they're very short increments cuz okay. if I'm if if I'm lazy for more than an hour, truly I'll get depressed. Mm. Yeah. I got to mm-hmm. keep moving. Yeah. Cuz then it's, it's like, oh, I got to sit with my thoughts. Ugh. Yeah, but it's good to give yourself moments where you don't feel like you have to be somewhere, or like you have exactly. to finish something. Yeah, like, oh, I can watch TV. Yeah, and as an entrepreneur with your own schedule, it's healthy that you're doing that cuz Thanks. Yeah. People, yeah, it's all finding balance, man. People make you feel like you have to be hustling 24-7 when that actually don't. is how you burn out. Yeah, and then how you ruin your you life. Do, mm-hmm. And then you quit, and next thing you know, you're homeless. Um, when's the last time you let your pride get in the way of something? Like, do you have an ego? Yeah. Um, with this guy um, that I'm seeing-ish, whatever we are, um, we went to the beach, and he, he kind of sensed that I wanted to talk about something, and he was right but I was like, <laughs> look at him with, oh, he, re- he gets me. Most guys can't take a hint for shit. No, he gets all the hints, but he treats, he, he responds to them gently and it, the perfect way he handles me very well. And I was like, what? I don't want to talk. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk. What? I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wouldn't good. say anything. Why are you doing this? To me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I was like, Christina, be vulnerable. I used, I used to have this illusion that I am very vulnerable and very emotionally una- very emotionally available. Mm-hmm. Turns out, not so much. Because oh. my pride and ego get in the way. Because I'm like, if I expose this weakness to him, he'll leave me. Yeah. Stems all back to the mom shit. Yeah. survival mechanism. Yes. I love that. I, I love how you're, she was like, I'm going to get this last drip of water, whether it wants to or not. <sighs> um, final question. Okay. When was the last time you lusted over someone? Today. Do you lust a lot? Yes. It's like my favorite thing. Who's your celebrity crush? Tom Hardy. Oh, oh and Jason Tom Momoa. Hardy. Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason Jesus Mo- fucking You're starting Christ. to like tall guys now. Yeah. Dan, large, man. Dan large. was my gateway drug <laughs> to tall guys. gateway drug. But um, Tom Hardy his loved lips. him until I found out he was short. He's like 5'10". I like his blue eyes. Tom Hardy? To be, so many people say Tom Hardy on this podcast. He's is he married? What's his deal? I have no idea. Should I heard he's gay. Him? I think he's he might be gay. Um, I mean, what like do I whatever. Ch- like, I like Channing Tatum because. Oh yeah, he's cute. This has been so much fun. I like to wrap every podcast with advice for our listeners of how to cope with your hell. Like, what do you do when you're in hell? You're in that dark moment. What do you do to get out? Meditate. Oh, you're one of those. You have. It is the only thing that works. Because that's the only thing that will take you out of your body and make you under... Well, actually, it takes you in your body. Because mm-hmm. I think when you're in your own hell, you're so in your head. It takes you out of your head. It takes you out of the spiral, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it and it allows you to just be in your body and focus on something as simple as breathing. And because uh, we have computers in our pockets at all times. And like, I just opened my phone to all these fucking... Yeah, that, t- and that's I was just like, me ah! out. That's just me out. <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah, and... Uh, we need to take time for ourselves because you will you will get into a tornado of your own hell in two seconds. It's yeah. it's easy for everyone. You're not alone, but meditate. I, I like have, that moment when you're meditating when you're just like appreciating that 
your body's functioning. Yeah. Like you feel like, like wow. a plant that like yeah. is breathing with the, the sun. I and breathe water. on my own and I don't even have to think about it. And you're like, that's cool. And they're like, oh wait, there's little things in life that I really appreciate and it reminds you of them. And then masturbate and end with Meditate, a bang. Masturbate, <laughs> rollerblade. I think that's a new shirt you have to print out. You're right. Or at least a tweet if you get your yeah. Twitter back at any time. Maybe I will one day. Yeah. Um, Christina, you're amazing. I Thanks, love you Hannah. so much. You're I the f- best. Thanks, you're the be best. I actually would love to I be your friend. I don't know how friend. to make friends as an adult just, woman. Like, anyway, Christina, where can people follow you? Where can people listen to your shit? Oh my God. Christina Hutch on Instagram because mm-hmm. no Twitter right now. She's Instagram. Very funny. Oh, thank you. Um, and on Facebook, Christina Hutchinson. Um, 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 uh, uh, guys, we fucked is available on Luminary. If you go to luminary.link slash GWF, you get a free And guys, month. we all know you're not paying for Netflix and you're getting it for free forever because yeah. it's like your cousin's ex boyfriend's. It's password. two cups of coffee a month, $7.99. Do but it's, it. it's tr- I'm truly fucking proud of these episodes. I really am. And, and we're back to having fun with the podcast, which is great. Um, I have a podcast that's coming out uh, September 25th called The Voices in Our Heads. I sang the intro song. I wrote it with a with a, a very talented, handsome musician friend who, and I was like terrified. And he's a singer. He's like the voice of an angel. Um, and I sang the song, and I'm very proud of that, and I'm very proud of the podcast. So. I can't wait to listen. Thanks. Um, follow me at Being Burns. If you guys like this episode, screenshot, talk about it on Instagram, rate, review, tell everybody, I don't know, tell all your friends. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk to you later in hell. Bye, guys. <laughs>